0: She's just funny. It's, it's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Who are you? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Are you ready? But Before I talk about today's episode, which is all about routines and you know, getting me back to normal, and I think will help you guys get back to normal if things are in uh, disarray, uh, but getting back to normal, I gotta tell you, with this podcast, it's definitely keep me sane during this whole time. As you know, I've, I have even did a podcast from the hospital when I was in the hospital, but I've always used Ecamm Live. Uh, if you're watching me or listening to me, uh, it doesn't matter. I've used eCam Live for the audio, the video, the overlays, the sounds, for everything. And it's, uh, it's an incredible platform. It's literally the go-to platform that I use uh, for creating podcasts because uh, it's all in one spot. I press record, all my overlays, everything is already saved in there already because I've created them in there. And then once I press save, then boom, I take that file, I upload it to YouTube, and I put it out on my site so that way uh, you know, you can listen to it if you're not watching it. But for Mac users, eCam Live is the only software that you'll need to actually upgrade your podcasts, your video tutorials, or even like your webcam meetings if you're working from home. It's an all-in-one platform that consistently is adding some really cool features for their members uh, to offer just literally the best production capabilities out there. Um, you can try uh, Ecamm Live completely risk-free Uh, Click the link in my bio and you will get a 14-day risk-free trial so you can try it out and up your video production needs. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the show. Um, I'm your host, Tony Berardo. Uh, Today, I wanted to do another solo cast, so to speak. And um, I mainly wanted to do it because uh, I'm, I'm starting to get back to normal. And I'm doing more of the things that I'm able to do after my lung surgery. And it's been a a wicked couple months for sure. But I'm starting to get back to things. And I'm realizing how fucking important routines are. You know, when I was out of a routine and wasn't taking my vitamins, you know, because I couldn't because I was... Once you get done with uh, surgery or prepping surgery, they don't ask you to take any multivitamins or anything over the counter... So, you know, I stopped that for a while. And then uh, I wasn't eating because I didn't have an appetite. So, like, all the things that I normally, and then, of course, working out, all the things that I normally did, um, I had to just abruptly stop them. And trying to get back into the swing of things has been so challenging. You know, even, like, taking my multivitamins, you know, you forget about that. (laughs) Like, because I was was stuck in a routine of not taking them that I get caught up in, and you know it's true what they say, right? It it takes 21 days to form a habit. I think it takes longer. And then in order to break that habit, whatever habit you have, just to get rid of that bad habit is is so challenging. And then of course working out, I couldn't do that. Uh, I'm slowly getting back to that again. So uh, it's been it's been tough to get back to routines. And I think a lot of us deal with this where we can't really create a routine, and then even once we're on it, to stay on that is just so tough because there's a lot going on, right? I mean, you know, things happen. You know, you have plans uh, and it throws off your, you know, your dinner schedule or your cooking schedule or your family time and you go off and go do something and it throws it off and then the next day you forget what your routine is. (laughs) Like it's it's really that easy where it might take one or two days and I think now more than ever with all this uncertainty – and kind of scary that' the scariness that's going on in the world it's important that we fix our room first you know Jordan Peterson has a has a great book um called the Twelve Rules of Life and he talks a lot about that as uh, cleaning your room and getting your room in order you know uh, pretty much don't don't go out and start fighting you know other people's fights if you can't you know get your house in order first essentially is kind of what it's saying and I think routines have a lot to do with that. So I wanted to just kind of read this article that I found on entrepreneur.com and it's really helping me kind of get back in to the swing of things. And I know it's going to take a while and I, I would say the easiest or excuse me, the hardest thing about routines is just do it and don't be hard on yourself. You know, that's the big thing is once you create a routine, if you mess up or you forget something, just don't be hard on yourself. You know, it's, it's not the end of the world. It's totally okay. You know, that's why New Year's resolutions typically don't last for people is they try to get in this routine of starting something new, and then they fail maybe after a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and they get discouraged, and they don't do it anymore. That's the wrong way to look at that. You know, don't, don't take it too seriously. You know, if you want to do it, that's great. But if you mess up or, you know, skip a day or two, that's okay. No big deal. Hop back on the train and do it again. But I wanted to read this because I think, you know, hopefully some of you might get some value out of this about creating routines, but I'll leave the article in the description below. So if you just want to skip the podcast and just go read it yourself, it's in there. Um, but the first thing it talks about is why rituals are important. A routine is just a ritual. I mean, that's really all it is. It's just something that you're used to doing It becomes this habit um and it's a, it's a ritual for you, and you have to do it every single day, like you eventually get to it to where you know it's like eating right like now, if you eat breakfast at nine a m let's say and you've been doing that for ten years, there's not a whole lot aside from an act of God that will stop you from eating breakfast at nine a m like you're in this ritual because you're used to it. you know, if you have a dog, you know what I'm talking about because once they get stuck in like one ritual or one thing that they're doing. They get on the schedule and they form it. You know, like I started taking, you know, our puppy out when I started feeling better last week. And I just, you know, take him for like a 15-minute walk. But, you know, he's a tiny little guy. He's like 17 pounds. So 20 minutes completely toast him out for like four hours. So I started taking on these walks like at 9 a.m. every day. You know, I'd get up, we'd have a cup of coffee, and I'd take him on a walk. Uh, Well, we wouldn't have a cup of coffee, not the dog. Me and the wife would have a cup of coffee. Yeah. And then, you know, I would take Oliver out on a walk. And uh, the other day, I really couldn't because I was so busy in the morning that I couldn't take him for a walk till like 1030. So no joke, from like 9 a.m. to like 930 he's at the front door, clawing at the door. He'll start just like, hmm, hmm, because mm. he knows it's time for a walk. And you can't really hate on him for it. You build up this ritual and this routine that they're used to it. So this is what they, this is all I know. And you know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that that happens. So uh, it first talks about why rituals matter. When you don't have a plan, life is uncertain. When you have no idea what's going to happen or when, you can feel worried, anxious, and out of control. I think some of us could relate to that, right? Your fight or flight responses actually kick in at this point. So routines reduce stress naturally. Because they give you some type of control back, re-engaging your nervous system. Incidentally, this capacity to experience a relaxation response is a prerequisite for getting refreshing sleep. So not only do rituals matter, but it helps uh, combat stress, anxiety, um, and it it gives you back control of the day. So rituals are very important. Next thing it says is create stress-busting rules to live by. One benefit of working from home is that there's less of a divide between these two areas of your lives. So of course, you know, I work from home, wife works from home, some of you out there might uh, as well. But ideally, this will actually help reduce conflict and stress and getting everything done. Uh, However, this isn't, you know, true if those specific routines don't work for you if you don't work from home. But I think there's a lot to be said about that. Because I remember years ago when I was going to a physical location to work, just from getting up getting dressed, and leaving my house to go to work, that 30-minute drive, 40-minute drive, the amount of stress-inducing things that happen on the way is mind-blowing. And when you really think about it, not only are you getting stressed on the way there, but when you get to work, you're not even ready to go because you're already stressed out. And then you're kind of like trying to catch up to that all day. Then, right when everything's starting to calm down and... You're finally like, okay, the day's almost over. Fantastic. Then at five o'clock or whenever you get off work, you gotta get back in your car, head out into the stressful environment that is the earth, and then you gotta go all the way back home. And then by the time you get home, now you're already stressed out and you're seeing your spouse and you know, your kids and your family, and already you're just not mentally prepared for that, uh, if there's stress there. So it could cause a lot of stress, you know, it you might get paid less if you work from home, or maybe you pay more, I don't know. But if you get paid less, it might be worth it to work from home to find a job that you can work from home because there's more time in the day that you can actually work, right? Because you're spending less time on the road driving to and from. If it's an hour or two hour round trip, whatever it is. Uh, But not only that, but now you're actually able to just be in a less stressful environment and not worry about other people. You know, could be. I mean, I hate to say it, but people are stressful. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there. And it's crazy. You don't have control over a lot of the stuff that goes outside your four walls. So it's kind of cool to be able to work from home and alleviate a lot of that stress. Um, but another good tip if you can't do any of that stuff, uh, to to avoid those stress-busting bu- stress rules, so to speak, to avoid those, you can lo- locate existing touch points. It says here to grab your calendar and note any weekly obligations that you might have. So just put together some... Some things that aren't going to change every week. Um, You know, things that are kind of fixed that remain the same every single week. Uh, This might include, like, meetings uh, with clients, uh, sports that, you know, your kids go to, or education with live stream classes or, you know, if you're going to school or something like that. These are all uh, good existing touch points. Uh, Next thing is gather a to-do list. That's always a good one. I love doing that. Uh, If you randomly just have sticky notes, stick, sticky notes, Sticky notes or whiteboards uh, just kind of flittering around, that's okay. That, that'll work too. I mean, whatever is, is good for your process. But do any type of items, you know, whether that's maybe chores or tasks, certain to-do lists that you have to do for work, personal, maybe organize them in different color post-it notes. Or if you just want to have a notepad, that's what I do. I just do one big notepad, and then I highlight every time I, um, you know, need to do something immediately, like that's important. And then I cross off everything that I completed. You know, because I think there's a certain satisfaction of actually crossing it off, like giving that, that, you know, especially like pen and paper. Like I don't do it on a computer. I do it on pen and paper because, again, just a certain satisfaction, just crossing it off. I love it. It's a little bit of aggression, but it's worth doing for sure. Um, Next thing here is exercise your mindful muscle. Become conscious of the things that you do, and then anything you need to do or that you have done, write it down so you actually get a form of accomplishment because every time you complete a task, writing it down and seeing it visually that you completed it could make you feel good and could you know relieve a lot of stress as well. Um, next thing here it says draft up a plan. So what task can you consolidate and batch together to reorder in a better flow? That's always a good thing. So you know a good example is if you're having some errand to run today, instead of you know I, I don't know if you live in Orlando, let's say, right? and you have to go north 20 miles. And then you're not gonna go down south 20 miles from your house and then back up to your house, right? That wouldn't make sense. So consolidate things to where they're, they're a little bit more in order, so you're not doing a lot of backtracking, so you're not wasting a lot of time. Um, that's just one way to kind of organize uh, your daily tasks or weekly tasks, however you want to do it. But put together a plan. You know, figure out what makes the most sense that's gonna be time efficient for you and is gonna induce less stress. You know, if you have to go do something, if you have to go grocery shopping, it's probably not best to do it at 5 p.m., right, where you got to hop on the highway because most likely it's going to be a stressful environment and everyone's getting off work and everyone's going crazy. Maybe try to do uh, shopping on your lunch break or maybe do it during the weekend when you're not really worried about time as much. Yeah, it might be a little bit busier, but it's not going to be as crazy for you because you're not going to be in a rush or panic to do anything. But draft up a plan. Uh, You might explore some changes that help efficiency, take advantage of time when using your brain power as that's the strongest way to prevent reworking. So this says that it takes some time to change up habits or previously unconscious ways of being. Give yourself some space for the experiment to unfold, then make changes one step at a time. So it's saying here to try something new, see if it works, write it down. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, hey no big deal. Try something else. Again, this is where, you know, we talk about don't rush it. Next thing it says here is school yourself on scheduling. So we talked earlier really about some touch points. Well, here's some good touch points that this article just has an example of um, on entrepreneur.com. Again, a link in the description. But like Monday is used for planning and scheduling and marketing. Tuesday is for taking out the trash and for you know running errands. Wednesday is, Wednesday is just for doing laundry. Thursday is for food shopping. Friday is for finances and uh, other errands. Saturday is for house cleaning. Sunday is for rest and fun. Yeah, so just some very basic, simple things there. Next thing it says is timing is everything. So uh, the brain tends to function a little bit better in the morning for some people. Uh, conversely, though, mid-morning, uh, the body craves movement, right? So we're good in the morning, and then we kind of we peek out around noon, 1, whatever, And then our body just needs some movement at that point. It gets a little tired. It gets a little dull. That's why some of us need that extra boost of caffeine in the afternoon. So reverse the morning tasks that require to be a little bit more sharp, creative, and focused. Do that in the morning. So if things are important and you need to be a little bit more sharp, if you work better in the morning, do those in the morning. That might be a best practice for you. And that way your afternoons, um, you know, you have time to do everything else. That doesn't necessarily require a lot of, extra thinking. Being flexible and adapting to unexpected changes and issues is absolutely necessary, but once the dust settles. So, you know, the last thing that says there is essentially, you know, it's okay to make those changes and it's okay to try things, but do it when things are calm. What I take from that is things could get kind of crazy, Uh, you know, especially when you're trying something new or you're doing a new routine, but the best time to do it is when Things are settled. I always live by this rule. When you hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast, but you know, don't lose your attitude with things you can't control. And I think there is a lot of truth to that. And I I, I say that a lot only because, you know, hopefully we don't, um, you know, we don't all stress out about everything. You know, I could have, I could have really lost my ability to <laughs> do a lot of stuff uh, when all this stuff happened to me. A few months ago, and then of course we were tested uh, from a family standpoint uh, on a couple things. And you know, I've had a lot of chances to be upset, to be stressed. But I think the one thing that has keep me has kept me relatively sane has been routines. Every routine is different. You know, a routine to me is not the same routine as as you'll need, right? Similar to eating and similar to working out. I mean, everybody's different, so everyone's going to need different things because we're all, you know, motivated by different things and we all have different things that we want to focus on in life. And those drive us to be better and those drive us to want to do better. But routines are a a big factor of that. You know, like I kind of look at it like every car on the road is different, but the road is going to the same spot. Right? Like, we're all going on the same direction. Stick to your routine. Whatever your routine is, that's cool. We're all going to get there. We're all living the same life. And, uh, it, you know, what's perfect to me is not perfect to you and vice versa. And that's okay. You know, so don't, don't worry about what this person has or what this person is doing. Just kind of take what you need, fit it to your life. That's going to make you less stressful. Because even though we're all different, all of our routines are different. The one thing we all could agree on is the stress is not good. You know, just kind of take your time and appreciate what you have. Because uh, that, that, again, that's one thing that kind of kept me kept me sane, you know, during this whole time. And I'm still going a little crazy because I can't really work out as much anymore. And I'm trying to get back to it, but it's it's discouraging when you try to do something that you're used to doing for so long, and now you can't anymore. But then once you realize that, you're not doing this for anybody else. You're just doing it for you. You know, that's what, that was a thing. Like I found myself creating this routine. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm it's going to take me forever to get back to this because I won't be able to lift this amount of weight or do this. Or do that. But no one cares about that. Like you hundreds of listeners out there, you don't care how much I bench press. <laughs> like only I do. So I'm doing it for me, not doing it for anybody else. And once I understood that, that I'm doing it for me, that there was a little less pressure. And it's hard because of social media. We think we need to do all types of shit all the time. And we need to look a certain way and be a certain way and talk it a certain way. And once you shut all that stuff off and just focus on what's best for you and your family, uh, things are a lot easier. But, you know, put together a routine that's going to make it easy to get there. Because routines will keep you sane. And routines will help you out with that stress. And do it every day. Do it every week. Do it every month. Do it every year. Stick to a routine. We're all going to be fine. All right, friends. That's all I got for you. Stay healthy out there. Peace. I also do want to thank Perfect Keto. Guys, Perfect Keto, (laughs) this is the way to go. I mean, even if you're not eating keto, no problems because Perfect Keto has everything you need to help you reach your fitness goals. Uh, Me personally, the wife and I do collagen every single morning, which helps uh, skin and hair and nail growth. Vanilla flavors is our favorite, but they have like salted caramel, peanut butter, strawberry. Now we use the vanilla to actually put in our coffee as creamer. So instead of like using those high sugary creamers, why don't you put something in there that, you know, has some benefits like collagen but they also have uh, super greens which uh, is one of my favorite that i put in my smoothie you've probably seen that if you see me on instagram post but it's got 26 fruits and veggies all in powder form one scoop you're going to get everything you need so that way you're not bombarding your body with tons of fruits and veggies you feel all full and gross yeah not with this it's just one scoop you're getting all the nutrients you need uh, but they have tons of other great snacks and keto-friendly products. You can visit PerfectKeto.com, and you can use the code THEBAROTO. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. Or if you want, just check out the link in the description. I will leave that there so you can see that. But thank you, Perfect Keto. And uh, again, PerfectKeto.com. Use the code THEBAROTO.